Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. And boy, oh boy, do I got a good one for you today. This is going to be one of those ones that you listen to two, three, four, five hundred and sixty-three times because I'm going to part with about 13 different NLP mind control tricks to attract women. Now, of course, it's not really mind control. You know, I was just putting that as clickbait. But a lot of this stuff is actually pretty powerful, and there's some great secrets I'm going to share today that I've learned through my years of studying NLP, but not only that, but also copywriting and how to sell. So these are really good ways to make women more attracted to you, subtle things to make them more invested in you. And I'm going to say my favorite one at the very end, so make sure you stay tuned until the end to learn all the mind control tricks that I'm about to share with you. So before I jump into the content, a quick story. I was at the supermarket today and I saw a girl with a butt crack on her back. This chick was so fat that her fat rolls literally came together in the center of her back and made a butt crack in her back. You know, I I don't like to talk shit about people, especially obese people, because I know that they have their issues, but man, it's just disappointing and it's a little bit irritating when so many potentially attractive women let themselves go. So my job as your brother is to teach you the ways to attract a woman who you can get on a teeter-totter with without her launching you into outer space. A woman who when you get into a glider with her, she doesn't make the glider lose altitude and crash into the side of a mountain. A woman who after you have sex with her, you don't have to roll over twice just to get off. That is my job as your Uncle Mark saying. And if you'd like to get on a free one-on-one breakthrough session with me to discuss how we can get you to those results to basically attract hot women who, when they wear a Malcolm X jacket, helicopters are not landing on their back, like that chick who I saw today, hit me up on my website, coachmarksing.com, click in the upper right-hand corner, coaching, fill in the goddamn slap in the biscuit, get on my schedule, and you and I will talk about how we can get you to really good results with women. And I teach a lot of stuff that I am going to teach you today. NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming, plays heavily into what I teach. So I teach both the tactical aspect of attracting women, and some of this is involved in that, as well as reprogramming your mind And some of this is also involved in that. So you're going to get a taste of kind of some of the secrets that I use to not only reprogram your mind, but also tell you how to attract women. So without further ado, boys, let's go ahead and jump right into the content. All right. So the first thing I want to talk about is what are called embedded commands, embedded commands. Now, it's just like it sounds. Embedded means that these commands are embedded in your language and they're embedded in your writing. Okay, so I learned this in not only NLP, but I also learned this in copywriting. Now, for those of you who don't know, copywriting is basically sales writing. And a lot of the stuff I actually do on my website, if you go over to my website and click on coaching, this isn't some scheme to try to get you to sign up, although if it works and gets you to sign up, that'll be fine. But if you want to read my sales page that's under the tab coaching, all this stuff applies to that. You'll see what I'm talking about in that writing. And this comes from copywriting, embedded commands. So an embedded command is basically commanding the subconscious mind to do what you want it to do. In the case of attracting women, you're commanding her subconscious mind to like you, be attracted to you, fall in love with you, be into you. 
So some of the things that I do in copywriting, as well as when I'm texting with women, is I'll say things like, like me, da-da-da-da-da, okay? So like me, comma, you probably feel that X, Y, Z. See how that works? So when the subconscious mind reads like me, what the meaning is is that she's like you, but what's really communicated is that she should like you. So like me, okay? One other thing I'll often say, and I'll sometimes do this to clients is, and and I like this language because it is comforting, is I'll say, feel comfortable to reach out anytime and let me know if you have any questions. So feel how that feels like right now when I say to you, hey, bro, feel comfortable to hit me up anytime. It kind of feels nice, doesn't it? And that's because it's an embedded command that commands your subconscious mind to feel comfortable with Mark Singh. Let it go, right? It's all good. Mark Singh is going to take care of you. He's going to tuck you under his wing there and you're going to be just fine. And that's the message that's communicated with these embedded commands. Other embedded commands are trust me, feel good, relax, let go. You can even combine words like machines experiment is something that I used to use. If you look at that machines experiment, what the last of the word machines and the beginning of the word experiment equal is sex. So this is really used quite commonly and it's actually used a lot in marketing and used a lot in commercials. For example, what's really interesting is for kids, when kids walk through the cereal aisle, all the characters have their eyes looking at them and the artists make it so that not only are they looking at them and they're usually at about the level of kids, that's why all the top name brands have their cereals kind of in the middle is because that's where kids' heads are, but they also paint them kind of like the Mona Lisa where you walk by, the eyes follow you. Like go look at a box of Rice Krispies the next time you're in the supermarket, the eyes will follow you. It's really interesting. All right, the next tip is to use these embedded commands in emails. And I used to do this a lot. I don't really do it so much because... In my opinion, it's a little bit manipulative because it is pretty powerful, but here's what you do. So you load your emails up with these embedded commands, like me, trust me, feel comfortable, things like this. And then what you do is you turn the entire email one shade lighter than black. Okay, so you do it just one shade lighter than black, and then all the embedded commands, you highlight them and you turn them into black. So you really can't tell just by looking at it, but when you really look at it closely and the subconscious mind see this, this is subliminal shit, that when you read it, all you're really seeing is the embedded commands because they're highlighted differently. Now, unfortunately, you can't do this over texting with girls, but you could do it over email. And of course, you can use these embedded commands in your language as well. So that's a pretty cool tip. All right, the third one is, are you listening to me? So what I'll do oftentimes when I'm doing NLP with clients is, As I'm taking them down, as I'm getting them into a mild state of hypnosis, what I'll do is I'll do what's called a pattern interrupt. So as I'm walking them down, like let's say I'm counting down from 20 and I'm saying you're 18 miles up, you're 19 miles up, you're falling, you can feel that falling feeling, you're falling down 17, 16, 15, are you listening to me? So what that does is it interrupts the pattern and it gets to the subconscious mind and the subconscious mind answers yes. So the client always says, yes, and then boom, I just got deeper into rapport with their subconscious mind. So oftentimes I'll do this with girls. If I'm talking to a girl and I can tell she's kind of in state, like she's really jiving with it, and she just looks away for a second, I'll say that. I'll be like, are you listening to me, Kelly? And she'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, okay. And then I'll continue. What that does is it gets her more into rapport with me. It gets her more attracted to me. It makes her trust me more, and it makes me lead her to where she wants to be led. So it's a quick way to get somebody into 
a mild state of hypnosis. Another tip I wanna tell you guys is if you're the kind that insults yourself, which by the way, you shouldn't be the kind that does that, and if that's you, you should definitely kick that as soon as possible. But if you have self-deprecating belief systems, if you have bad self-talk, one of the things you can do is if you were to insult yourself, what you do is rephrase it in the past tense. So if you're like, oh my God, I'm such an idiot, you say, no, 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 no. And you could even say, erase that, erase that, erase that. I was an idiot. So what that does is it makes you feel like, yeah, I was an idiot, but I'm not anymore. And that opens the door for potential, right? It opens the door for you to become a champion. So anytime you insult yourself, just put it in the past tense. This is a really good NLP secret. So definitely use that one. Another thing you can do is when you're trying to get somebody into state is to change your voice just slightly. You can even talk a little bit like this when you're trying to get somebody in state. And I'll do that sometimes. When I'm trying to get to their subconscious mind, I may deepen my voice and slow it down and be like, Kelly, you know what I realized about you? What? Like me, Kelly, you are seriously, seriously independent, aren't you? Right? So it can, it can be a little bit obvious and she may be like, what are you doing? But if you do it just slightly, it really does something in the subconscious mind that will not only make the embedded command like me more effective, but it'll get her into deeper rapport with you. All right, another technique I like to do, and I have talked about this once, I think, in this podcast a couple months ago, but it's called mirroring. And mirroring is basically mirroring back to the person what they just said. So if I'm talking to a girl and she's like, yeah, I was just at the beach with my friends and this lifeguard came over and started yelling at us. Yelling at you? Yeah, he started screaming at us because we were apparently drinking on the beach, but dude, we were just drinking soda. He thought it was a beer and it wasn't. Wasn't a beer? No, it was just like, it was just Mountain Dew. And I don't know why he freaked out on us. But anyway, we started yelling and he kicked us off the beach. Are you serious? Kicked off the beach? Yeah, can you believe it? So what you do is by mirroring back to her, the language that she uses, not only does it make you sound like a good listener, but it does something in the subconscious mind that when you use people's language back to them, and I'm gonna talk about this more in a second, they get into deeper rapport with you. And a lot of this is just about getting into rapport with the woman because attraction, a big part of attraction, is that rapport, that familiarity, that feeling like you're just like she is. We as humans tend to like and tend to trust people who we feel are like us. So when you use her language back to her in that way, it makes her trust you more and makes you feel like you are part of her tribe. All right, the next tip is to tell her what she wants. I'm actually gonna do a designated podcast episode on this because this is so unbelievably powerful. But basically, what you do is you tell her what she's attracted to. So you'll say, yeah, you know, just kind of talking to you for a minute, it kind of feels like you want a guy who leads you to where you want to be led is in control, not controlling. He's ambitious, he's decisive, he's cocky, but not in an arrogant kind of way. He's also chivalrous and can really bring you on that experience where you feel like you can let go and trust him. Okay, so when you do that, you're basically communicating to her everything that every woman is attracted to. Like what I just said is across the board, you know, 99.99% of women are attracted to that except for maybe the psychotic ones, but they're the outliers. But when you basically explain to a woman what she's attracted to, it really builds quick rapport and it builds quick attraction. And then what I'll oftentimes say is, and you want a guy who can do this, you want a guy who can do that. And as I'm doing that, I'll be getting closer and closer to her and I might even slow down my language and I might look at her 
in the eyes with sexy eyes and getting closer and closer. And then I'll break state by grabbing your hand and being like, come on, let's go find you that guy. So that's a really good method to build up attraction, pull, 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 and then grab her hand and say, come on, let's go get you that guy. And it's a push that works into push pull. But the basic premise is you're explaining what it is exactly that women are attracted to. Now, of course, in my three-month coaching program, you get a deep, deep understanding of female psychology and what it is that women are attracted to. You just repeat that to women. It builds a lot of deep rapport. All right, so now I want to jump a little bit into some copywriting techniques. Did you know the best way to sell something to anybody is to speak to them at a fifth grade level? A fifth grade level, can you believe that? That's probably why my podcast is so successful is because I speak at a fifth grade level. But what marketers make the mistake of many times, those who aren't educated, is they make their language too complex. Now, if you were to click over to my page on coachmarksing.com and you click on coaching, Another thing you'll find in addition to it being very simply written is that I write it line by line. Now, I've had people question me when I email them. I just do it because I'm trained as a copywriter, but I've had people question me like, oh, you don't like to use paragraphs, do you? Well, the reason I do that because every single email, in my opinion, is a sales email. Every single email I send is something to convince or build rapport. It's just the way I'm trained. So, and you should be too, like, I mean, dude, we're humans, right? We want to be in rapport with people. We want to get business. We want people to like us. So I've been trained as a copywriter, both on sales pages as well as email. And that's just the way I write. I'm more comfortable doing it. But also when it's line by line like that, like go to my page and read it. It's very simple to read. It almost kind of like comes into your head without any effort, as opposed to complex writing that's in paragraphs. It's like you're back in college trying to like read this essay and you can't understand what's going on. You got to read the damn chapter three times. But with my writing, and again, you can check it out if you want, it's very easy, okay? It's written at a fifth grade level. I use simple words. Easier is better when it comes to writing. And I'll do this with women too. Not only will I use their words back to them, not only will I use embedded commands, but I'll make it very simple, Leave shit out that isn't necessary to the sentence. And for God's sakes, boys, if you're texting with a girl, just because I say fifth grade level, it doesn't mean you want to sound like an idiot. You want to sound educated. You want your grammar to be clean. (laughs) Dude, some of you guys, bro, like clean up the grammar, man. When you write me, your, 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 you should know the difference. There, there, there. You should know the difference. Please, like T-H-E-R-E or T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E, you should really know the difference between those two. Or Y-O-U-R, Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. Please, bro, like if you don't understand the difference between those two, you should really do that because when you make those mistakes to an educated woman, and I know all you guys want a quality woman, quality woman's oftentimes educated. When you make those kind of juvenile mistakes, that makes you look bad. So don't misinterpret what I'm saying. What I'm saying is write at a simple level that's easy to digest. And of course, when it comes to texting, when it comes to emailing, messages on online platforms, there should always be a purpose to your emails. Your email should always be funny. I like to use embedded commands and I like to lead the conversation where I want it to go, which of course is a hangout. But back to my previous point, when you write very simply, and this this is even in your business life, like you guys out there who have a career, Really listen to what I'm saying because you're going to get better results even if you just do the same damn job over and over again. If you work on your email structure, if you work on your way of communicating, simplify it, make it clean, make it very simple to read, 
and make it so that the prospect, let's say in sales, feels like you understand them, feels like you're getting into their emotions, this is where you get results. And bro, even just sending a simple email to a coworker, sending email to your boss, even if you're not in quote unquote sales, you are in sales because you are the product. And I guarantee you, every single one of you guys who's listening to this, you want to improve in life. Communication, in my opinion, is one of the most important things to improve in life. So keep this in mind, write simply, very simple sentences, use periods more often than you would think, like more often than you use commas, break up your sentences, and then when it comes to trying to convince somebody, you get into their emotions. And that gets into my next point, is that you want the prospect or the girl or the person whom you're trying to sell something to, or even your boss, or even your underlings to feel understood. So one of the best NLP mind hacks is to simply repeat back to her what she wants to hear, okay? So this is different from mirroring, where she tells you all about the beach thing, right? She goes on and on about how the lifeguard pissed her off and blah, blah, blah. What you wanna do is basically rephrase to her the situation and kind of from a different angle, right? And kind of put a spin on it, as it were, so that she feels like you really understand her. So like you'd be like, man, I can't believe that lifeguard did that. Didn't even understand that you guys don't drink. He didn't even understand that you guys were just trying to have fun. I mean, you've been working the whole week. You really probably wanted to be on that beach. He kicked you off and now you got to wait till next weekend to go there. And she'll be like, I know, right? Now she feels understood because you basically repeated back to her what the prospect wants and how the prospect is feeling. All right, my next point has to do with negotiations. Now, this usually has to do with men rather than women, but one of the best ways to negotiate with men is to make them feel like they're in the power position. I really like this show. I think it was from the 80s or 90s. It was called Columbo, I think. And the guy basically was a genius detective, but he played dumb, right? He'd play dumb like, oh, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't understand this. Oh, really? This is the way it is. And what he did is he would make other people feel like they're in the power position so that he could get the upper hand. And this was also talked about at length in my FBI negotiation podcast, my two episode series about the book, Never Split the Difference. And this is what FBI, good FBI negotiators do, is they make the hostage taker feel like he's the one in power. And in so doing, they're the ones really in power. If you haven't heard that podcast, I strongly suggest you check it out. But for example, in a negotiation for a car, okay, if I was going head to head, with a dude who's trying to sell me a BMW and I want it for, I don't know, 75,000 and he's trying to sell it to me for 85,000. What I do per the advice given on the negotiation podcast is I'd kind of play dumb and I'd make him feel like he's doing me a favor by giving it to me for 75. Cause if I'm a hard head and I'm like, no bro, like I'm not gonna do that. Like you think I'm gonna pay that, Psh, whatever. He's gonna get ensconced in his position. We want a teammate-like atmosphere between men, and with men especially, they have big egos. So if you placate to his ego, you pretend to placate to his ego, you're not gonna be in an adversarial-type exchange with him. You guys are gonna be working together, and he's gonna be, quote-unquote, helping you. But meanwhile, while you're driving off the parking lot, you're the dude who won. You're smiling, and you're laughing all the way to the bank. So sometimes giving the person the power or perceptively giving the person the power is a really strong mind hack technique. I wouldn't personally do it with women. I mean, maybe in certain situations, but it's really good with negotiations. All right, my second to last point and my favorite point is gonna come at the end is to use her language back to her in the way that she's either auditory, kinesthetic, or visual. So if she says, I see what you mean, I hear what you mean, 
I feel what you mean. You want to talk to her on that same level. And this is what I'll do with my clients is when you first come into my program, I give you what's called the NLP intake form. This intake form has many questions in it that lets me identify your programs, your belief systems, your traumas, your meta programs, your schemas, all the things that I need to work on to turn you into a natural in your own mind, or I should say, get you back to your inherent self-esteem. So what I do, one of the first questions is identify, how do you think? How is your base operating system running? And then what I do is I speak to you on that level so that I can get more deeply into your head. So it's very simple just for you guys who are starting out, listen to her language and basically talk to her on that channel. Is she auditory? Is she kinesthetic? Is she visual? Does she say certain words a lot, right? Maybe she likes to say the word worthwhile or she says like a lot, which is really true with women. They're always like, like this, like that. You can throw some likes in there too in order to build that subconscious rapport that's gonna make her like you more. All right, and my final point, which is one of my favorites, is anytime you say don't before a command, what the subconscious mind actually hears is the command itself. So this is the one that I use all the time. Don't fall in love with me now, Kelly. Don't fall in love with me now. Take it easy, Kelly. Don't fall in love with me now. Don't like me too much now. Don't turn into a stalker. Don't come over this weekend. I so don't want to see you. Don't come over here. Don't kiss me. Don't lick my dick. Please don't. I'm just not in the mood, right? What? What? You guys know this. Like, What do you immediately want to do when someone tells you no? It's the age-old idiom that when your mom says don't do something, the first thing you want to do is to do it. That's because we're designed that way. We're designed to test boundaries. We're designed to get outside our comfort zone in order to explore more potentiality for survival. Well, this happens with women where you say, don't fall in love with me now. What she's really hearing on the subconscious level is fall in love with me now. I will say that to girls over and over again, like jokingly, she knows I'm messing around. But what happens is they catch feelings a lot faster because it's an embedded command disguised as a negative. It's disguised as a don't do this. And it's extremely effective. All right, boys, I hope that gives you some food for thought. There was about 13 tips there, and I hope that gives you some good things to work with. If you do want to get on that free one-on-one breakthrough session with me where you and I jump on a Zoom call, I talk to you about your belief systems, what your struggles have been, and what you'd love to achieve with women, and I give you a no BS assessment of how long I think it will realistically take you to get good with women. And yeah, there's a little bit of coaching thrown in there too. I can't help myself. But if you do want to get on that call with me, just go to coachmarksing.com, read that sales page that implements a lot of what I spoke about today, as well as some other things that I didn't talk about, but that are in my three-month coaching program. Sign up. You and I will get on that Zoom call together, chat it out like two homies sitting around a campfire, having a couple beers, no pressure, just a couple of friends talking and see if you're a good fit for my coaching program. All right, gentlemen, I have another awesome one dropping on Friday, so please stay tuned for that, and I will see you in the next episode.